while you remain standing. What an honor it is to have this good evangelist with us. Brother Puentes and his precious wife is with us. And uh, first met him, had the privilege of meeting him at our summit conference. And he was invited to come up here and preach a revival for Cornerstone North, um, Brother Gamboa. But I just felt like, you know, we need to have the, we need to have this good evangelist at least one Sunday. And you know, if things blow out, and I'm always open to it. See, this is, please bear with me in my folly. You, you can't be too predictable and get what you need from God. Because the enemy watches us. He's got a dozer on all of us. He's got a file about yay that thick on all of us. And he knows if I start way back on Tuesday, then Sunday's coming. If I start way back on Wednesday, then I can get them to keep their hands folded and at their sides. And there's no expectation. There's no desire. There's no hope. I'm here to tell you he's going to send his word and heal somebody. Somebody's chains are coming off today. Somebody's coming out of their self-imposed prison today. Somebody's coming out of their cave today. I have no idea what this good man's going to preach, but let's put our hands together under the Lord for this man of God. Brother Puentes, come and preach to us. Let's worship the Lord. Let's magnify him. Come on, if that's for Jesus, you ought to do it a little stronger. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. It's already moving. Come on. I feel the Holy Ghost moving in this house. If you have any, any ounce of expectation, you ought to clap your hands with all of your might. If you know God is going to do something in this house, you ought to let out a shout of triumph in this place. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, the Lord is here in this house. Amen. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Do you feel the Holy Ghost? Wave at me if you feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. It is the power of God in this house today. I believe I've got some direction for you that I've received from the Lord uh, in prayer and I just want to minister what the Lord has given to me, minister it to you today. It is an honor and a privilege to be standing before you uh, and to be able to have the privilege to minister the word of the Lord. Is everybody ready to receive the word of God? Amen. Psalms chapter 29, verse number 1. Amen. If you have your Bibles, Psalms chapter 29, verse uh, number one, and as you're going there, I want to give honor to your pastor, your bishop, Pastor Mayo, and anybody grateful for this great man of God. Amen. Spokane wouldn't be where it's at right now if it wasn't for a man of God like himself. Amen. And so we're so thankful for his leadership. I met him for the very first time a couple weeks ago, actually maybe a month, month or two ago at the summit conference. And I, I, I just made up my mind. I don't think Bishop Mayo knows any stranger. 
he just accepted me he received me I felt like family and so I'm so thankful for his loving kindness and his generosity amen you guys have a great pastor amen a man with a vision and so so thankful for the opportunity given to me today give honor to my beautiful wife that decided to come with me amen she is my soulmate my best friend God blessed me with her three years ago and ever since we've been evangelizing we've been traveling throughout the west coast and God has been opening doors and God has been using us in a miraculous way and we just uh, do not expect anything less here this morning amen Psalms chapter 29 verse number one when you have it you can say amen it says and give unto the Lord O ye mighty give unto the Lord glory and strength give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness the voice of the Lord is upon the waters the God of glory thundereth and the Lord is upon many waters verse number four the voice of the Lord is powerful someone shout amen the voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the setters. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. Verse number 7. The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calve, and discovereth the forest, and in his temple doth everyone speak of his glory. I feel like we are today here gathered today to speak of his glory. Amen. Amen. If you're wanting to hear from God, why don't you lift both your hands to heaven? Why don't you close your eyes and open your mouth and ask the Lord to speak to you today? Father, we need the voice that only comes from you. The world is shouting. The world is speaking. Uh, but we want to silence every other voice uh, that comes to us. The voice uh, that comes from different channels and different avenues. Uh, and the only voice that we want to adhere to. Uh, the only voice that we want to listen to uh, is the voice of the Lord. Uh, it's only your voice that breaks the chains. Uh, it's only your voice that transforms lives. Uh, it's only your voice that picks up out of the miry clay. Uh, it sets upon the feet to stay it's only your voice that brings salvation it's only your voice that brings deliverance and that's the voice we need today that's the voice this church needs today we want it we're looking for it we're yearning for it hallelujah amen clap your hands unto the lord and give him praise in this house Amen. Amen. If you promise to preach with me, you may be seated. Amen. Praise God. The book of Psalms chapter 29 is our scripture text for this morning. And if I could just get your attention for the next couple of moments, I want to share with you the very intent behind this psalm of David as he is writing about the voice of the Lord. The Bible says in verse number 4, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of 
majesty. We know that to be true, that God's voice is not weak. God's voice is not silent. But he is speaking in the year 2022 to a vessel and a person that's willing to hear what thus saith the Lord. Our God has a mouth and he can use it. Amen. We're not worshiping a statue that has a mouth but does not speak. We don't worship a God that has hands but does not move. We don't worship a statue that has feet but does not go. We worship a living God this morning. And I believe a living God is worthy of living praise and living worship. He is a God that has a mouth and is willing to speak into your situation. Come on, somebody. He is a God that has hands and is willing to touch you today. He's a God that has feet and is willing to step been to your situation this morning hallelujah if that's for Jesus you ought to clap your hands just a little louder if that's for the Lord you ought to shout amen just for a little louder I feel the living God moving in our midst today I feel the living God opening his mouth ready to speak today I feel the living God stretching his hand towards us today the voice of the Lord is powerful someone say amen the voice of the Lord breaketh the setters yea the Lord breaketh the setters of Lebanon the region of Lebanon was famous for abundance and natural beauty which centered on the highly prized cedars in great demand as building materials in 2 Kings chapter 19, verse 23, the king of Assyria is said to have boasted over his victory, cutting down the cedars and of the forest. According to scripture, Solomon even imported high quantities of cedar wood in order to build the temple. This type of material was known by uh, was known to be the very component used for great and majestic structures in that day and age. The cedar wood was the most sustainable, impenetrable element used for construction. Its stability was unmatched. Its durability incomparable. This component was the best building material a man could get his hands on in the ancient world. Cedar wood could not be easily demolished. It could not be effortlessly broken. It withstood a great grand amount of weight. It held its ground in times of wind and storm. Its resistance to decay was impeccable. A structure built with cedar wood was made to last, but even a material such as the cedar wood was no match for the voice of the Lord. Even something so strong as cedar wood uh, needed to break and needed to shake at the sound of the voice of the Lord. And I've come to preach to a church this morning uh, that you may have come into this house uh, with structures in your mind made by hell and Satan. Uh, strongholds in your heart uh, that have kept you from feeling the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm here to tell you there is a voice that's willing to speak to every wall and every structure in your life. 
There is a voice that's willing to bring down the walls of Jericho in your life. There is a there is a voice that's willing to speak into your prison and say, be set free in the name of Jesus. You got to understand something. This is a wall of addiction that a 12-step program could not break. This is a wall of addiction uh, that rehab and therapy and counseling could not break. Uh, this is a wall uh, that in the presence of God, uh, when the voice of the Lord is released, uh, every single thing of hell that's been edified in my life uh, needs to come down. Uh, every doubt and fear needs to dissipate. Uh, every ideology in my mind uh, needs to be broken uh, because nothing can stand when the voice of the Lord. Ah. Bishop, you're looking at, eight, at a young man that used to be 18 years old, lost in the pew with no purpose, uh, no destiny, uh, addicted to so many things. Uh, I, was I was enclosed uh, and encaptured uh, with so many thoughts in my mind uh, that I was never going to do anything for the Lord. I had so many things surrounding me, enclosing me, insecurities and fears, things that were speaking into my mind at the middle of the night. You'll never get out of this. You'll never break that addiction. You'll never receive deliverance. But I came to an apostolic church and I lifted up my hands and the preacher preached to me and I heard the voice of the Lord. I'm talking to somebody with a testimony here this morning. I'm talking to an ex-drug addict this morning. I'm talking to an ex-heroin addict this morning. You, could, you tried everything in this world, but the voice of the Lord broke everything in your life. Can I just preach it how I feel? Some of you, the walls that are in imprisoning you in the very pew you're sitting in you don't move out of your pew for nobody and for nothing you can't feel God in the little prison the enemy has made in your mind and in your heart but I've come with a voice from the Lord for you today I've come with a word for the Lord for you today your apathy ends tonight and today in the name of Jesus your conformity ha. The chains that have been kept you resisted. Uh, the chains that have kept you from trying to lift your hands. Uh, I saw it in the spirit. Uh, some of you were struggling with some chains uh, that were not allowing you to lift your hands. Uh, all you need uh, is to hear this preacher this morning. Uh, all you need uh, is to hear the voice of the Lord this morning. It breaketh the setters of Lebanon. Even the greatest structures that can be built in your mind, the voice of the Lord can easily break. Ha, ha. 
it was the voice of God that broke the chains of that Gadarene man that was enslaved and possessed for many years it took just one encounter with Jesus for Jesus to undo years and years and years and years and years and years and years of demonic oppression you ought to stop listening to the devil that tells you you need two months to get deliverance that's a lie from hell come on somebody that's a lie from the pit of hell you can receive deliverance today he's whispering into your mind you ought to just sit down you ain't getting deliverance today you ought to not even lift up your hands. It's not even worth it. You ought to not lift up your voice. It's not. You're two months away from receiving deliverance. I've come to rebuke that voice in the name of Jesus. And you ought to hear the voice of the Spirit that says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Huh. I feel something shaking right now in the Holy Ghost. I feel something breaking right now in the Holy Ghost. It's your midnight, but you ought to just worship God anyhow. It's a dark season for you, but you ought to just worship God anyhow. Because that voice is about to enter into your life, into your situation, and it's going to bust open the prison doors. That voice is going to heal your mind and heal your heart and heal your situation. You ought to listen to this preacher today. It may be your midnight. They may have shackled your hands and your feet, but you still got your voice. They chained them to their hands and to their feet in the most deepest prison. But the devil made a mistake. He didn't put tape on his mouth. Because you may feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. You may feel like you can't liberate yourself. You may feel like you can't worship God. But you still got a voice. I wish I had somebody right now. You've been using your voice to complain and have a pity party. Huh? You've been using your voice to get deeper in the prison. Huh? If you would only use your voice to stop gossiping huh? and stop throwing a pity party and praise God, you'd get out of that situation. Man, I wish I had somebody here today that said, I'm going to use my voice for worship. I'm going to use my voice for praise. I feel something shaking right now. I feel something shaking right now. I feel prison foundations huh, beginning to shake right now. Huh? I feel things in Spokane are beginning to shake right now. Huh? Principalities huh, are shaking right now. Why? Because there's a church in Liberty Lake that entertains the voice of the Lord. Is this all right? Pretty preaching ain't going to get the chains broken. Wisdom from man ain't going to get the chains broken. Flattery speech ain't going to get the chains broken. 
eloquent words ain't going to get the chains broken. It's a man and a woman of God that's heard from the voice of the Lord and is able to speak to the rock and say, you're going to flow in Jesus' name. You see, Moses was restricted from entering the promised land because he smote what he was supposed to speak to. And some of you, you got backslidden kids in this house and you're trying to smite them back to church. You're trying to punish them back to the back to the house of God. In reality, all you got to do is just speak to that rock that's not willing to flow. I'm preaching to somebody right now. Some of you are trying to figure me out still. Oh, you ought to just feel what I'm feeling right now. It's an unction. It's a door of utterance that's being opened to Liberty Lake. You speak the word. You speak what you feel in prayer. You speak the voice of God. And things are going to break. Clap your hands, 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 clap your hands hands unto the Lord. Something's breaking in this atmosphere. Someone's breaking out of their lethargy. Someone's breaking. Bishop, I was a rock that couldn't flow. But my mama kept speaking the word of God to me. And she said, you're going to serve God. And I told her, I'll never serve the Lord. I'm never going to do any of that stuff. I'll never be a preacher. I'll never hold a mic. I'll never hold a Bible. And my mom kept on saying, you're going to serve the Lord. I heard it from God in prayer. You're going to serve the Lord. She didn't use psychology or philosophies on me. She used the voice of the Lord, and I began to break. Come on, somebody. I began to break because even the hardest things cannot withstand the power of the voice of the Lord. You ought to open your mouth and say, I'm speaking it. I'm speaking it. I'm speaking it. What can you change if only you'd open up your mouth? What kind of atmosphere would you change if you'd only open up? Isn't my word like fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock? Woo! It was the word of God that broke the very tomb of Lazarus that had a big old rock in the middle of it. And Jesus said, take the tomb away. Take the rock away because something's about to come out of there. You've been trying to hide your situation and say it's a done deal when in reality God's wanting to speak to it and say I'm about to bring life to the things you thought were dead. I'm about to resurrect the things you've buried. I'm going to tell you why I'm here. I'm going to tell you why the Holy Ghost sent me here. I'm going to tell you why I'm preaching what I'm preaching. The Bible says, if we look down a couple other verses in that Psalms chapter 29. Is this all right? If I just preach this way for a little while. We're feeling the Holy Ghost right now. We're flowing with the Spirit. But I'm going to tell you something. The Bible says, the voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The voice 
of the Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. Someone say Kadesh. You got to realize I'm a Bible college student. I know a little bit about my Bible. Amen. Praise God. I ain't a Greek theologian or a Hebrew scholar. I just know the regular stuff. But I realized I, I got the right apps to figure out what Kadesh means and where Kadesh was at. It's all right to laugh. Don't you worry about it. Kadesh is the very place, Bishop, that Israel got closest to possessing the promised land prior to Joshua. It was the closest the people of God had to possessing what God had spoke to them about. And this was the pivotal point. They would either mount up their faith and their bravery and their tenacity and possess the land. Or they would wander in the wilderness compromising in complacency. This was a pivotal moment. Either you mount up, get some faith, and get what the Holy Ghost has promised you, or you'll wander around it for 40 years just looking at it, just witnessing it, just staring at it. I'm not talking to a church that just wants to stare at promises. I'm talking to a church that wants to possess promises. You may be stuck in your wilderness, but the voice of the Lord wants to shake you out of it. You may be stuck in your wilderness, but the voice of the Lord wants to shake you out of it. You know what that voice is saying, Brother Logan? That voice is saying, get up. Get up. It's closer than what you think. Get up. It's at an arm's length from you. Get up. It's right there crossing the area. Get up. You're closer to the promise than what you think. That voice says, it's time to praise God like if revival was coming tomorrow. Because it is. Ha <laughs> ha. It's time to praise God like if your backslidden child is coming through those doors on Tuesday. It's time to shout like the harvest is coming tomorrow. God's brought you this far not to leave you at the cusp of revival. It's time to have church. Like if Jesus was coming tomorrow. Because he is. <laughs> what would you do if today was your last service here on earth? How loud would you scream? How more intense would you pray? How many more aisles would you run if you knew you were this close to the promise? God's shaking some of you. Can I go a little deeper? God's shaking some of your finances. 
Because your finances are your wilderness. That keeps you sitting pretty in church while the promised land is just an arm's length away. You pull out your lawn chair and you say, it's time for vacation. It's time to just be a spectator and not a participator of the promises of God that he has promised me and my family. I'm going to tell you something. God's shaking some things. He's about to shake your job. He's about to shake your finances. He's even about to shake your family. Not because he hates you, but because he loves you. And he wants you to get stirred up. He wants to stir you out of your conformity. He wants to stir you out of your apathy. He wants to stir you in the promise. We're so close, Bishop. I know there's been prophecies that have been prophesied over this church. I know God has bestowed the great honor of this church to bring forth the revival Washington's been looking for. It goes beyond Liberty Lake and Spokane. You hear me right. It goes beyond just these four walls. It goes to this entire state, the upward, to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west. But you're sitting here. Some of you just going through the motions of life. This voice is wanting to shake you up. This voice is wanting to shake you up. Y'all want to know the voice of the Lord and what it's saying right now? Say yes if you want to hear it. Acts chapter 18. Bishop, I felt this in prayer this week. I felt the Lord bring me to this verse and him speak to me and say, this is what my voice is speaking to Liberty Lake. This is what my voice is wanting to portray to my people about the region that I'm about to open for them to access. The Bible says, Then spake the Lord to Paul in the middle of the night by a vision. What does it say? Be not what? Be not what? Don't you worry about the finances. Don't you worry about the labor. God's got it covered. Don't you worry about we don't got enough men in the church. I feel it, man. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. God is going to turn some of you into a new man like he did Saul when the Holy Ghost got upon them. And you thought you couldn't preach. You thought you couldn't pastor. All of a sudden, the word of the Lord is going to come to you and say, I got a calling for your life. I'm wanting to shake you out of your wilderness. You are a pastor in the promised land. You are an evangelist in the promised land. Be not afraid. But speak. And hold not thy peace. In other words, the Holy Ghost was instructing Paul, preach and be not passive about it. 
preach and be not a coward about it. If you're going to speak, you ought to do it boldly. If you're going to speak, you ought to do it passionately. If you're going to speak, you ought to do it with all the faith and conviction you got. Can I tell you, it's time for you to worship and not hold your peace. <laughs> Woo! It's time you shout and not hold your peace. Don't try to be civilized in church. That's you holding your peace. But the word of the Lord has come to tell you, speak, 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 and hold not thy peace. It's time to preach like we've never preached before. It's time to worship like we've never worshipped before. It's time to pray like we've never prayed before. It's time to prophesy and hold not our peace. I feel the Lord saying, if you're going to conquer this region, if I'm going to give this region over to you, you want to speak, but don't speak quietly. Don't murmur underneath your voice. I feel a season of boldness is coming over Liberty Lake. I feel it like a cloud that's shifting over this church where some of you finally, you're going to open up your mouth and you're going to believe what you're about to say. You're going to believe that it's about to happen. It's a prophetic utterance that's coming over Liberty Lake. Just speak and it's going to come to pass. Just speak and hold not thy peace. Don't be a pacifist. Don't be pessimistic. Speak and hold not thy peace. Next verse. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. For I am what? With thee. That was like two of you. For I am what? With thee. The Lord is with you, Liberty Lake. Who believes that right now? The Lord is with you when you lift up your voice and pray. The Lord is with you when you intercede in your prayer closet. The Lord is with you in your dark season. The Lord is with you when you're praising and you're worshiping by yourself. The Lord is with you when you're in your car speaking in tongues. The Lord is with you when you're out in Walmart witnessing to somebody. The Lord is with you. And no man, say no man, shall set on thee to hurt thee. Many have raised up their hands against this church, wanting to shut its doors down, wanting to divide this body, ravage it from its life and purpose here in Spokane. Many have spoken ill 
about people in this church and about your very own pastor. But I've come with an affirming word of the Holy Ghost. No man is going to hurt thee. Because no weapon formed against you shall prosper and you will condemn the very lips that, pro that proclaim cursing upon you. There are many that have opened their mouth trying to divide Liberty Lake, but the word of God has kept you together. The word of God has kept your family together. The word of God has kept this pastor together. The word of God has kept this family together. Why? Because many shall rise up against you, but no man shall hurt you no man can I give you a, a word of advice let them talk because we're on the side of the Lord because God is with us no man shall hurt you no man shall hurt the purpose of this church. No man shall hurt thee. Amen. Bishop, this is what's so powerful. The Bible says, for I have much people in this city. Can it be possible? God working through his spirit without the presence of the church there? can it be that God is speaking to Paul and saying you haven't reached these people yet but I have and all we're waiting for is an interaction between what God's been working at and the people of God coming to the streets you ain't listening to me yet. There may be how many? Four or five hundred people in this church. But God has many people in this city. Come on, I wish I had somebody that can preach with me a while. There may be five, six hundred people here. But that's not all what God has in Spokane. I have many people in this region I've been working on. I've been manifesting myself to. I've been touching them. I've been ministering to them. I'm going to tell you what the people have said about Washington. This is what people say about Washington. Washington is considered to have one of the lowest rates of religious adherence. In, 20, in 2008, a poll comparing belief in God among U.S. regions found that 59% of residents in the western United States actually believe in God. Which means in the western United States, 61% of the residents are atheists. They don't believe in God. In 2002... Sorry, in 2022, Washington was considered the seventh least religious state in the United States. 
with only 45% of its population claiming a religious affiliation. 45% of people that live in Washington are religious. That's what researchers say. That's what the people say. That's what scientists says. But the voice of the Lord is saying, I have much people in this region. If you believe that, you ought to stand to your feet and say, I believe it. There are much people that God has in this region. If any man hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. I feel the Spirit talking to Liberty Lake this morning saying, I have much people in this region. I've given you the word. I've prophesied over you. I've prophesied over your family. But it's now time you act on that prophecy. It's time you act on that vision. It's time you act on that word. It's time you speak and you hold not thy peace. If one man with a voice from God was able to take on an entire city, what is an entire church able to do when they hear the voice of the Lord? Y'all with me today? Y'all with me today? What is an entire church able to do? What kind of damage is this church willing or able to do in the region of Washington if they would just hear the voice of the Lord? One man stood up against the principalities of Corinth. One man stood up against the opposition. But he was way, he was able to be triumphant. He was able to receive the victory because he had heard from God. Mama, how much damage would you be able to do in your family if you would just get in prayer and hear the voice of the Lord? Daddy, how much damage would you be able to do against the spirits that are rising up against your family if you would just go to prayer and hear the voice of the Lord? One man was willing to go up against Corinth because he had heard from God. What, what kind of damage are we able to do in this region if we just adhere to the voice of the Lord? I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Lift your hands. Lift your hands there where you're at. It's time you act on this word. It's time you act on this word. It's time you speak and you hold not thine you hold not time peace it's time you speak and you do not let out your foot from the gas pedal it's time to preach like we've never preached before it's time to worship like we've never worshiped before it's time to pray in the spirit like we've never prayed in the spirit before. Come on, somebody. You ought to hear the voice of the Lord that's promising you regional revival. You ought to hear the voice of the Lord that's promising you salvation for your family. Uh, uh, I'm going to end with this. 
And if you feel to come to this altar, you come to this altar, but I'm going to end with this. This is what the Lord prompted me in my heart as I woke up this morning and I was getting ready for church. The Lord prompted me and said, and I might take this verse a little out of context, but the application is correct. The Bible says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, he shall lift up a standard. Y'all know what a standard is? A standard is a new norm. It's a new way of lifestyle. It's a new level of tenacity. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God will lift up a standard against him. Y'all want to know why 2020 happened? Y'all want to know why the enemy busted up like a flood all over our country? Y'all want to know why? Because the church was living under the standard. And sometimes the, God will allow the enemy loose in our lives to stir us up to meet the standard. Because there is a standard God has established in Washington that will break revival loose in this state. And patty cake prayer is not going to meet that standard. Five minute half hearted praying is not going to meet that standard. It's intense prayer meetings and fervent intercession and flowing in the Holy Ghost that's going to meet the standard that's going to face off against the enemies of Washington. It's a church that will elevate their worship to the standard. It's a church that will elevate their passion to the standard. It's a church. Because God is requiring a certain lifestyle to unleash revival upon Washington. And anything below that will not suffice. Anything below that will not yield results. What is God's response to the overflow of the Antichrist agenda, doctrines and beliefs and ideologies? He raises up the standard in the church. <laughs> You've been praying at this level. God says the enemy's acting up. It's time you pray at this level. Uh, you've been worshiping at this level the enemy is flooding your church and flooding your mind and flooding your kids it's time you lift up the standard it's time you lift up the intentionality it's time you lift up the passion it's time you lift up the fervency it's time you lift up the passion it's time you lift Some of your minds are flooded with politics, the economy, the housing market, everything else that's going on in this world because you're living below the standard. And when you live below the standard, you are vulnerable to the flood of enemy influence in your life. So that's why you can't worship God the way you should worship God. That's why you can't pray the way you should be praying. Because you're not living up to the standard. 
But I feel there's some men of God that are going to rise up and say, Hey, mama, it's time to meet the standard. We can't just keep living this way. It's time to crack open the Bible. It's time to have daily devotions. It's time to have daily prayer meetings. It's time to be fervent. It's time to shake ourselves up. Because we're meeting the standard of revival. Y'all want to have authority that supersedes the influences of the enemy? Meet up with the standard of God. There's a standard of passion that God is requiring of the church. Are you willing to meet it? There's a, there's a standard of intensity God is requiring for the church. Are you willing to meet it? I'm telling you, this is a church that's going to soar over the influences of hell, abortion, and homosexuality. We're going to have authority that when homosexuals come to church, they're going to be delivered in the name of Jesus. Come on, I wish I, was, I wish I had somebody here today. You're going to have authority that's going to supersede the flood of the enemy. We're going to see demon-possessed people being free in the name of Jesus. We're going to see cancer be healed in the name of Jesus. We're going to see revival in prostitutes in the name of Jesus. We're going to see gangbangers coming up, lifting their hands, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Because we're not a church living at the same level as the flood of the influence of hell. We're a church that's met the standard of God. We're not silent in church. We're passionate because passion is the new standard in the church. <laughs> There's a standard. And I tell you, there's a new normal coming for Liberty Lake. We're going to have young people seeing dreams and visions and prayer meetings. Because that's the new normal. We're going to see mothers tapping into intercession once again. Because that's the new normal. We're going to see people running aisles uh, because that's the new normal. Uh, we're going to see people in liberty in the house of God uh, because that's the new normal. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Uh, but your old way of worship is not going to work in this new normal. Lift your hands. If you feel to come to this altar, lift your hands. And I want you to meet that standard today. I want you to flow in the Holy Ghost today. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Father, you ought to bring your family to this pulpit. You ought to bring your family to this altar. You ought to say we're meeting a new standard. We're meeting a new lifestyle. We're changing things up. Come on, come on. You're used to this level. You're used to this level. 
This is the old standard. This is the old standard. Why don't you elevate your voice? Why don't you elevate your tenacity? Hey, why don't you elevate your tenacity and meet the new standard for revival? There it is, there it is, there it is. Come on, young people. Come on, young people. You're the strength of this church. You're the youth of this church. You ought to be at the forefront. You ought to be at the forefront saying we're doing, there's a new normal. Normal. 